The Beauty Call podcast starts now. You know, just walk into the store instead of driving or whatever it is. Just try to get to moving. <laughs> well, right now I am squeezing my buttocks together because I'm doing something while I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> when you need advice on beauty, who are you going to call? Beauty Call with Janice McQueen. Janice is easy and loves to have casual yet informative conversations on sex, beauty, love, fashion, work-life balance, diet, fitness, nutrition, relationship, and life's ups and downs. Join the Beauty Call podcast and learn inside secrets to true beauty. Hi and welcome everyone. I'm your host, Janice McQueen, and this is the Beauty Call podcast. I'm excited to have with me today Flo Elkins, a nationally certified personal trainer. She has a certification in sports performance, corrective exercise, and fitness nutrition. And in 2013, she started working with private clients through her very own company, Flow Live Fitness, or For the Love of Live Fitness. In November of 2018, the Supplier Clearinghouse for the Utility Supplier Diversity Program of the California Public Utilities Commission certified Flow's company as a woman minority business enterprise. Her mission is to transform lives one body at a time. Flo Elkins, how are you, Flo? Hello, Janice. How are you? I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Well, it's my pleasure. Welcome to the show. And I really, I, as you know how impressed I am with you and all the things that you are able to do and helping others feel fantastic about themselves, I really just wanted to be able to share you and all of your expertise with our listeners and and a little funny story for everyone out there, because I really believe in just being extremely real and transparent. And for those of you who know me really well, that is exactly who I am. Um, we had a difficult time connecting today because Flo and I did, because sometimes life just gets in the way, doesn't it? I mean, it's it's hard. And we both live in Los Angeles. And for those of you who live in a major met- metropolitan town, it's so hard with traffic. Um, we have so many responsibilities. And... Um, and I find it so true just in life, we, you know, making time for yourself, making time for nutrition, making time for fitness. Don't you find that for you, for your family, and for your clients? Most definitely. Um, just just being that it's such a huge city and everything is so spread out and m- many people spend so much time in their cars, especially. Mm-hmm. I know that, um, you know, just because of that right there, people don't find the time to, or even make the time, I should say, to work out and eat right. And, you know, they spend so much time in their car that it it could be very frustrating. Mm -hmm. And that in and of itself is, you know, can really keep you in a state of not being healthy and stressed out and, you know, just all that sitting yeah, and that's true. And I I don't care where you live in the world. You spend time in your car and you spend time working, whether it's a hobby or being a full-time mom or a volunteer or a full-time dad or all of the above. It's sometimes hard for us to carve time out for ourselves. And, you know, I speak for myself, but I know I... So many of my friends have shared with me that they almost feel as if they're allergic to exercise (laughs) because (laughs) they, they just feel like it's like the last thing that they have time to do. So the most important question that I think that 
that we have for you as just being human beings trying to survive in, in life is how do we carve out time for ourselves so that we are taking care of ourselves so that we can take care of other people? Well, that's exactly what I meant when I said making time. We we have to really, really make the time because just in life in general, when it's something that we really, really want to do, we make the time. Mm-hmm. So talking about, you know, today us having difficulties and like I was sharing with you before we got on, I was saying that I knew today was going to be a really busy day. So I, you know, strategically planned everything out. And of course, you know, things don't always go according to plan. But one of the things that happened this morning is I woke up earlier than I had planned. And so I said, you know what, I am going to go to the gym and get 30 minutes of cardio in so that if the day doesn't go the way I planned it, I at least had that taken care of. So I think for myself, the best way that I am able to make the time to exercise is to go early, early in the morning. And I find that so true with so many people because of their schedules, because of commute time. If they make that commitment to do something in the morning that they feel great for the whole day. And it's also carving out that time for you, which is so important. But for, for consistency purposes, you know, let's be honest, we all don't have the ability to find that time or maybe, you know, it's just, it's, we travel a lot. So what is your best advice for for people that are looking to start a program right now and that they feel as if that their body is not quite ready or their mind is not quite ready, but most importantly, they do feel like exercise is just not the right thing for them. What would be your first piece of advice to get someone going? I would just say to start, start somewhere, start moving, start, even if it's just, you know, and I I know people have heard this a lot, even if it's just like getting up and, walking in place or jumping in place if you're sitting and watching television or watching a movie when the commercials come on you know get up instead of just sitting there and relaxing just start somewhere but you said the most important thing is like it really is a mindset it's Mm -hmm. like you have to change your mindset about the importance of it and why you're doing it and not look at it as if it's a chore or something that you despise doing, because if you have that mindset, you're not going to want to do it. And so that's one of the things that I tell people all the time is just start doing something, start moving. Our bodies are designed to move and do something, find something that you actually like doing and do that. I think a lot of times people don't like to exercise because they feel like they have to do spin classes or lift weights or do something similar to what they see other people doing, maybe Mm -hmm. at their age or whatever. But if they find something that they actually enjoy doing that gets them moving, even if it's gardening or, you know, just walking to the store instead of driving or whatever it is, just try to get to moving. Well, right now I am squeezing my buttocks together because I'm doing something while I'm talking to you. <laughs> and that 
that's oh, something that's, that's something funny. right and the, the old adage of you know because we're girls you can also do little kegel exercises right. when you're sitting down too because that's a muscle and you need right. to use it <laughs> And I know that sounds silly and I'm making you laugh a little bit, but it's, it's true. If you can always be active and you can do something and every little bit counts and we have to find the time. And I know for me, the last probably year, it's been a year that I have, I have not been consistent with my workout. Mm. And I can tell a huge difference in how I feel. It doesn't even matter what I weigh or the size of, of, of you know who I am and how I fit in my clothes. For me, it's how I feel too. And I think so many women and men feel as if they have to look a certain way to exercise or be a certain age to start. And I think that in itself is crazy and is a myth because you can do anything at any age, you know, it's just really all a mindset. So, so if you were going to tell, you know, our listeners the best way to get started and of course, finding something that you enjoy doing and keeping the mindset of being consistent with the workout, what would you say consistent means? I mean, getting started is that five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day? And what is your definition of consistent since you are a fitness specialist and you're so knowledgeable in all of that? Because I, I'm, I'm a novice at it. I used to teach and enjoy that and loved it, but I am not to the caliber of you. So I don't even know what, how to define consistent. I would say consistent is doing something three to five days a week. And even if you start, I I just started working with a client last week and she said, oh, well, I really don't think that I could do 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Let's just start with 15. Fine. I meet people where they are, even if it's just five minutes and you're just doing something, like I said, during a commercial break or something like that, just walking around in circles in your house or whatever it is, you know, lifting your arms up to the ceiling, pumping your arms up, Five, start five minutes a day. And then when you start to feel better about just that moving, your body will start talking to you. Mm-hmm. And then you just increase it by five more minutes and until you get to like 30 minutes a day if Mm -hmm. that's possible. And then the other part about being consistent is it doesn't have to be consecutive either. It doesn't have to be, if you start five minutes in the morning, you could do five minutes in the afternoon, five minutes at night. It doesn't have to be like 15 to 20 minutes or 30 minutes consecutive. And I think that's uh, uh, one of the things that keeps people from saying that they have, or has people saying that they don't have the time because they don't have a a consecutive 30 minutes to an hour to work out. But if you break it up, your body is still moving. But I would say three to five days a week starting is really good. That's great. I never thought about that, of breaking it up throughout the day. So at least you have something going on and your body's moving, you're feeling better, you're trying different things, and then just adding on bit by bit so that maybe even starting three days a week, breaking that up throughout the day. And then you, 
I mean, I know it feels good to work out. So when I work out, I want to do it more often and I try right. to, and I, then I make more time for it. So that's right. really great advice because I, I really think it's important to eat right and to exercise and to start somewhere and, and you start to feel better. And then when you start to feel better, then you start to look better. And if you start to right. look better, then you are just a better person to be around. And that's important. So, okay. So your advice, okay. Once you get a consistency going on, you start building upon that, maybe adding a few minutes each day until you're able to get to more time up to whatever's comfortable for you, for your time frame of, of having the free time to work out. Right. And then you start adding more. So for those of us who, who, okay, maybe they're allowing 30 minutes, three times a week, or even more. How much of that, if it were, let's say, a perfect scenario, how much of that should we do for strength training versus cardio and getting our heart pumping a little bit? Well, according to research um, and the the recommendations of um, the fitness industry and the government, 30 days, I'm, I'm sorry, 30 minutes a day, five days a week is for cardiovascular activity. Mm-hmm. The strength training, as far as fitness professionals, we say 30 minutes as well, 20 okay. to 30 minutes. So that's where the hour comes in when a lot of times people talk about working out for an hour. They do 30 minutes of strength training and then 30 minutes of cardio. Mm-hmm. But de- it, it really depends on your fitness level. But I do definitely believe that everyone should incorporate some strength training, even if it's using bands, some resistance training. I know a lot of people are scared of weights or intimidated by weights. But even if it's using some resistance bands, it's resisting resistance to your muscles. That's what's important. So everyone should incorporate that. So if you're working out 30, 30 minutes a day, try to do 15 minutes of resistance and 15 minutes of cardio. So would you, not everybody has the budget to join a gym or to get a personal trainer. And I know that you're a personal trainer and that's what you do best. And you help people no matter what fitness level they're at to get stronger and healthier and to feel better. But let's just say someone is saving and they can't come to you or go to a gym as often. What do you recommend for like at home for resistance training? What can they do? I would say use resistance bands. You can use light weights and there's like uh, several YouTube videos or, you know, work exercise DVDs. They still have those um, that people can use. <laughs> you, um, and, and the other thing, I mean, yeah, to start off, I would say resistance bands and, and light weights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you, you want to also, the, the thing about it is I know that a lot of people may not be able to afford to go to a gym or hire a personal trainer. But one of the things that I really try to emphasize, and I know that even when people buy DVDs or start exercise programs, they always say, you know, consult with your physician before you start any exercise program. Right. Number one, I think that's extremely important. And then even if they can't afford a personal trainer, I think that it's good for them to get an assessment just to kind of see what's going on with their body, to understand what muscles may be overactive, underactive, why they may have, why they may be experiencing certain types of pain, Mm -hmm. and then also how to avoid injury when they do start doing things on their own. 
Great. And there's some affordable gym memberships out there. I I love going to a health club or a gym because I love camaraderie. I love the community aspect of it. I like being around other people. Right. And I find that working out and doing something at home, I will tend to stop doing that. Like if I say, okay, I'm going to do 30 minutes of yoga at home because I'm embarrassed to do yoga in front of anybody else but myself because I'm that bad. <laughs> I'm really that bad. So I will say I will try my best to do yoga at home and I always will start strong but finish weak and then I stop because I love being around other people. So you've got to do what works best for you. Right. Some people like to exercise and just be very much on their own. They want that privacy. They want that downtime. Me, I am a talker, obviously, and I love being around other people. So I think mm-hmm. first and foremost, after getting that that thumbs up from your doctor, if you haven't exercised in a while, is finding what works out for you. And maybe right. that's at home. Maybe that's walking or running. But I agree. I feel my best when I do some strength training and some cardio and I mix it up and I try different things. And I think that's so important. So to sort of recap for those uh, listening, just to make sure you, or if you're just joining us in um, or coming back to the podcast after putting on pause, because that happens. I do that all the time when I'm in the car or I'm doing a walk myself and I'm listening, is try to do three times a week, maybe five times a week. Start somewhere, even if it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, work your way up to 30 minutes, three to five times a week. And then once you feel really good doing that, then add in some strength training. And there's some great affordable memberships out there that you can join a gym. And then if you can, a personal trainer, which really does make a huge difference in gaining your strength and your ability, if anything, your confidence. I really feel that that's what you helped me with is my confidence level of I started with or feeling like I can't do something, realizing that I can do something because you showed me how to do it. I think Most that's definitely. so important Yeah, is the first thing that we've got to do is try. And then believe it or not, you can do so many things. Your bodies are miracles. Right. <laughs> so, you know, they really are. They're miracles and you get stronger so much faster if you have someone just giving you some expertise, whether it's being in a classroom setting, if you want to do that and you enjoy that, which I love classroom settings or watching that YouTube video or getting a trainer. So, of course, a little bit of strength training, a little bit of cardio training is important and being consistent and just doing your very, very best and trying. And I think so many people, you know, and I... I'm a you know pageant a life coach, so I work with a lot of pageant girls that that the workout part of it is something that they put an emphasis on, and then I think they sometimes stop doing it after they've done done the pageant or after they've retired from pageantry mm-hmm. or they've decided they don't want to do if they've graduated from the teen and the miss, they don't want to do misses anymore. And they equate being in shape and looking great to pageants. And that's not the mm-hmm. case. Being in shape and looking great and feeling good is your entire life. Exactly. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to start this, this podcast is because sure beauty is the the crux of what my podcast is about, but beauty is about inside beauty and outside beauty and inside beauty is really about your lifestyle and taking care of yourself as well. So with that in mind, I love really talking about taking care of yourself. And part of 
taking care of yourself and having a good, consistent fitness routine is also being very, I guess, mindful of you know nutrition. And I know that's part of the element of you too, as you, you talk about nutrition as well when you work with people. So give me your philosophy on that. Well, my main philosophy is, as far as nutrition is, you have to look at it as you eating and feeding your body so that you can live and your body can do what it was at an optimal level and it can do what it was designed to do. Right. So one of the main things that I talk about when I do talk about nutrition to people when they're talking about exercising and dieting Mm -hmm. um, is to never... I think it's important to never cut out any major macronutrient out of your diet. I know that there are different diets that people go on that are low fat and, and no carbs. And, you know, those different macronutrients are designed to do certain things for your body. So I say everything in moderation. I also believe that people should look at uh, nutrition as energy because that's pretty much what, what, food is it's energy mm-hmm. and it like i said it helps us our bodies perform at an optimal level so when you cut things out you start having different dysfunctions within your body so if you look at nutrition and the food and you know a lot of people say well it's really hard for me because i really love food and i don't think i know anybody honestly that does not love food oh okay? girl i love food <laughs> Too much so. Too much. Everybody loves food. Even people that are anorexic or have eating disorders, that's the problem. They love food, but then they also have, you know, the other dysfunctions and everything. But I I haven't met a person that didn't love food, okay? Mm -hmm. So if you look at it like, okay, a lot of times when people start diets and exercising, they're like, oh, well, I can't have this and I can't have that. I like to look at it look at it from a positive standpoint, like, okay, I can choose to eat this versus that, like make make better choices, make healthier choices, and really just know how food affects your body. Because everybody, when they eat things, it they store fat differently, they lose weight differently, Um, And then that's the other part with like, as far as nutrition and exercising, just letting people know there is no such thing as spot training. So if you have like, oh, I just want to get rid of my belly or oh, I just want this little piece of my thigh or the back part of my arm or, you know, it's it's called liposuction is spot training. (laughs) No spot training. If your nutrition, if your diet is good and you're exercising on a regular basis you can get the body that you would like to have but you can't just focus on one thing just like you can't just eat one thing and think that you know you're going to be healthy right you got to have a little bit of everything and mix it up and everybody's different you've got to do what's best for your own body and you've got to listen to your body and i used to have this friend that he would he would run a, you know, long distance and short distances just based on the time that he had. And he loved running. It's not my favorite thing to do, but I do mm-hmm. run because I love the idea of competing with myself to be able to go a certain distance. So I do love doing half marathons because it's something that pushes me, maybe because I don't love it, but 
he mm-hmm. used to run and he would say, okay, I run so that I can eat <laughs> what I want. And wow. it's so true. Not that you <laughs> want to go crazy, but you work out so that you can eat and eating is supposed to nourish your body. And I think it's what we do as people is we feel guilty and we think, oh my goodness, I ate that. So I'm a bad person. So now I, I've just blown my diet. I've blown my exercise program. I've got to start from scratch and right. you know, I'm going to wait a couple of days and I'll wait to the new year. <laughs> and that's how we think. We think, oh, I do it myself sometimes. Like I'll have a cookie right. and I'm not supposed to eat stuff like that because it makes my tummy hurt and I'll eat it. Then I feel really bad about myself. So then I don't go work out because I feel guilty. So it's just this whole crazy thing that we do but really you've got to think about as the fact that food is is nourishment and you do have to choose I guess the right foods for you and I eat differently maybe than someone else does and you know I choose to be plant-based but that doesn't work for everybody right I I love the idea of being plant-based but some people really don't feel good on that so you've got to do what's best for you and I've been on this kick lately and I'm trying to stick to it. I've I've been sort of bad most recently, hence the cookies, but I've been trying to do no sugar, no bread, uh, no alcohol. And let me tell you, girl, that is hard and hard, but it's what makes me feel better. So I'm right. trying to do that. So I think right. you're right. Doing what's best for you. And I appreciate that you give that kind of advice to people because some people are very strict about you need to do this. You need to have this kind of shake and you need to do a shake in the morning and a shake in the afternoon and then just one meal. And I think it's hard to stay strict like that. I think people need to be allowed to be human and enjoy food because food is wonderful and we we have to enjoy it yes we have to enjoy it and and just stay physically active and to make good choices and make healthy choices the majority of the time Mm -hmm. so with you know eating and you know i'm talking about how i've I sometimes, you know, fall off the wagon and eat a cookie or a piece of chocolate. And we all have, you know, we have habits. We all have good habits. We all have bad habits. But how do we change that, I guess, that mindset of where we start thinking about physical activity and changing up our habits so that they're better habits? What's the best advice you can give everybody as far as how to do that? Just like with exercise, you have to change the way you think about it. Mm-hmm. So with any, I, I believe with any habit, it's like you have to start somewhere. And one of the things that I like is to schedule things, like write things down, um, write what it is that you're trying to accomplish, what you want to achieve, and and how you're going to go about doing it. So mm-hmm. even when you were talking about, you know, you eat something and, and we all go through the same thing. I do the same thing too. Like, oh, I should have ate that whole pint of uh, ice cream. For <laughs> 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 this, like you beat yourself up. We all go through it. And I think that's why I'm, I am the way I am with my clients and everything is because I know it's just part of being human and we just have to accept it and, you know, not beat ourselves up about things. Mm-hmm. But that's also part of that mindset. It's like, 
it's not one thing, any one thing that we do or have done that will cause us a disaster, so to speak, in our lives as far as like, oh, I had that one pint of ice cream and now I'm going to be 400 pounds or I didn't exercise today and now I'm going to be, you know, it's, it's like that habit. You have to create those habits and, and, and reward yourself and not mm-hmm. with food, just like really acknowledge the fact that you did something that you said that you wanted to do, acknowledge yourself that you got that accomplished and then set another goal and, and, and acknowledge the fact that you've reached that goal. But I think it's really, really important that we write things down and kind of speak them into existence. Ooh, yeah, that's right. Like put that, put it down and make it, make it so that you, even a reminder in your phone that you're going to do this, do this, do this. And then you trying to follow that schedule and that routine and changing those habits. It does take time. It takes about three to four weeks for your, I guess, for your mind and your body to, to get into a good habit or to a new habit, right? It takes a little time. So, you know, forgive yourself when you're not perfect, but also reward yourself with, with, you know, feeling accomplished that you've, you've done something, whether it's a 15 minute workout or an hour workout, whether it's three times a week or five times a week, whether it's, you know, parking your car a little further away at the grocery store or when you go to work and walking in and little things like that, they add up. I, um, I have a, a Fitbit that I bought a couple years ago because the company that I work for, they do a health challenge every single year. Mm-hmm. And I love that because it got me to start wearing one. And I really feel comfortable. I do a little happy dance whenever I reach 10,000 steps, <laughs> which, you know, I, I do that just in my regular job. Right. And so I right. feel very good about that. And I think, okay, so now I want to push myself a little further because, but it allows me to be accountable. Um, right. it, it allows that Fitbit, even though it's, you know, it's a very small thing. It, I think it cost me like $60 and it allows me to be accountable. And so I allow myself to be good to myself and I'm like, okay, I, I did this today. So maybe I'll treat myself to, um, maybe a little extra carb or, you know, like a, like a half a cookie or a piece of chocolate, <laughs> or like you said, just a celebratory, you know, feeling just good about myself in general. Like right. you said, it doesn't have to be food. Although I think most of us think about that way. We right. want to have food or maybe buy yourself that lipstick or those right. pair of shoes or a facial or a manicure or something special for, for doing that. So that's really great, really great advice. Um, and it really is just setting your mind and maybe yeah. having an accountability partner. And that's exactly what I was going to say. You touched oh, on that. Most definitely. <laughs> I think it I is so important. Like when I said <laughs> to, to write it down is, you know, to share it with someone. Oh, I good. mean, like you were talking about going to the gym and having that camaraderie. It's the same thing. It's like, you know, when you have someone that knows what your goals are, knows what you want to accomplish and they hold you accountable, you know, it's like, Oh, did you run today? Or, Oh, did you do whatever it is that you, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I think for a long time, I was like, try to avoid that, but I know that it's extremely important. And I have like a couple of accountability partners just for different parts of my life where we text each other. Oh, well, did you read your, 
book today? Did you, what were your goals and what did you accomplish today? You know, so definitely have that for, you know, you're working out and everything. I think that's mm -hmm. extremely important. Okay, great. So Flo, in our last couple of minutes together, I really wanted you to, you know, talk about the benefits of working with a personal trainer, you know, like I said, whether it's, you know, every now and again, or on a regular basis, I think it's important. You've got to do what you can fit in, what you can afford, but you know, obviously that's what you do for a living. So tell us the benefits of that. And then also the best way our listeners can reach out to you, whether they're in the Los Angeles area or you also work through like through Skype and through YouTube, right? And FaceTime, you do that as well, which I think is important to know that you don't necessarily have to be in the same room with someone to be able to benefit from their life skills that you have. So share that with our, with our listeners. Most definitely. Well, one, I would say that one of the most important things um, in terms of working with a personal trainer is like what you said earlier. One, they can push you to do things that you may not think that you can do. And they believe in you when you may not believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. And they're able to look at you, whether, like you said, it's in person or online, because I do do um, online training, live online trainings and correct your form. And because it's just like, you know, basketball players or athletes, they have coaches. They, they can, okay, yes, they play basketball, football, whatever their uh, respective sport is. They, they're able to play that on their own and do well. But then they, have, they also have trainers. They also have coaches. They also have people that they're accountable to so that they can increase their skills and get better at whatever it is that they're, whatever sport they're playing. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing with personal training. It's like, it's good to have someone there that is an expert in that field and they're able to design programs for you that are appropriate for your whatever your um, area of expertise is or what level of um, exercise that you're coming in and starting at. Um, so the personal trainer is, it's not about just like going and doing a workout or whatever. It's like des designing programs is extremely important. Mm -hmm. Knowing what the rest, what rest you need to take in between workouts and how much cardio you should be doing and when you should be eating and all of that. So we have an, an expertise in that area. So I think that that's one of the most important things about a personal trainer is that, you know, we're certified and we have an expertise in that area. So we're able to educate you. I tell my clients all the time, I want my experience with them to be educational for them. Right. Um, so that, um, and then also, um, like I said, they're able to correct your form and, and push you past limits that you may have in your mind. I, I mean, it's the same for me. You know, I, I sometimes will lift weights or do certain thing and it's like, oh, okay, I'm used to doing that, that, that way. And I think, oh, well, no, I don't think I could do it there. And then, you know, if you have a personal trainer, they're able to teach you new exercises and push you beyond your limits. Right. Make you stronger, make you healthier, make you, make you better. And the one thing that I, I really 
appreciate about you is the fact that you're really good at the corrective and with helping someone or maybe someone that's been injured and they're trying to get stronger and they're trying to build back to what they had and get even stronger. And I have some injuries from past, from, from teaching classes and from running and doing wearing high heels my whole life. And let me tell you girls, that is really tough on your body. I've worn high heels since I probably since I was walking. I just, I don't know why I'm a short girl. And I always felt like I had to wear high heels. And, but because of that, I do have issues with my knees, with my back, with my feet and shame on me for doing that. If I, if I could gosh, give someone or give my, my younger self advice, that would be the one piece of advice I would give myself is wear flats, girl, wear flats, except when you have to wear heels, but you've helped me in identifying certain areas of where I had weakness because of injury and how to strengthen that area and to get stronger again. And also to be, because I'm more aware, I don't injure myself more. I'm more cognizant of what is happening in my body. So that's the one thing I really appreciate about you. And not all personal trainers are are that in tune with helping other people. So you really do take it from every single level of, from those of us who have been injured or are working through any kind of, you know, disadvantages. Um, And I appreciate that. So how can we find you? How can we reach out to you to work with you online or in person? Well, I am on social media at flow, F-L-O, Life Fitness, F-L-O-L-I-F-E-F-I-T-N-E-S-S. I am on Instagram at Flow Life Fitness. I am also on Facebook at Flow Life Fitness. And then you can also contact me through my website at www.flowlifefitness.com or you can email me info at flowlifefitness.com. Great. So it's really easy. And all this will be on our Facebook page, Beauty Call, the Janice McQueen podcast. All that information as well as Flo's bio will be on there. And I'm just so excited that you shared your time with us and gave us some really great tips and tricks and understanding of how fitness is not something to be afraid of. It's something to embrace because you guys matter. Everybody matters out there and you want to take care of yourself. And, and, you know, we should, we should do that. Even if it's just a few minutes per day, because it it gets easier. It really does get easier. Find that time for yourself. All right, Flo. I love you, girl. You're the best. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Have a great one. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Beauty Call Podcast and subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks again for listening.